This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Inspector General criticizes NASA's software asset management, calling it basic. Some coasties are treading water, trying to find affordable housing. And CISA looks to speed up hiring. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Coast Guard is having trouble finding enough affordable housing for its service members. In this year's National Defense Authorization Act, Congress ordered a study to find out how bad the problem is and how to fix it. The study will address cost, accessibility, and whether the basic allowance for housing provides enough to cover rental fees. The housing scarcity resulted from tropical storms damaging and destroying some housing, while rising prices often make existing homes too expensive. The Navy's $700 million sole source award for cloud services is facing a protest. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. The General Services Administration and the Navy may have violated federal contracting competition regulations in creating a blanket purchase agreement for the Navy to buy cloud services from Amazon Web Services. That is the claim by Oracle and Mythics in their complaint to the Government Accountability Office. The two companies filed a protest after GSA, on behalf of the Navy, awarded a $724 million task order to AWS in December. The task order is for five years, and it's an enterprise-wide software licensing contract. GAO has until April 19th to decide the case. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. NASA is promising to take eight steps to improve how it manages and tracks its software. These assurances come after a scathing report from the space agency's inspector general that called NASA's current approach to software asset management, quote, basic. Among the changes NASA is undertaking is completing a software asset management pilot by October and revising policies and procedures for managing software by December. Auditors found that NASA had spent at least $15 million over the last five years on unused licenses and lacks centralized management and inventory visibility for its software products. The federal government is looking at the shakeup among tech companies as an opportunity to bring IT talent into public service. With more on the story, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. The Office of Personnel Management is co-leading a virtual job fair on January 18th focused on recruiting laid-off tech workers and those seeking a career change. More than 50 federal, state, and local government agencies are participating in the job fair, and at least 1,100 individuals have registered. Kylie Russ, a senior advisor at OPM, says agencies have seen about 2,400 federal IT positions go unfilled over the past three years. That's leaving really a critical shortage across government. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Treasury Department is suspending new investments for several federal retirement funds. That includes the Civil Service Retirement and Disability Fund, as well as the Retirement Fund for Postal Workers. Reinvestments in the Thrift Savings Plan's G-Fund will also be suspended. The agency says it will take these, quote, extraordinary measures after projecting the U.S. will reach its debt limit this Thursday. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says these measures would likely continue to fund government obligations through early June. 
New investments in all federal retirement funds will start up again once Congress can resolve the impasse. The Agriculture Department has largely recovered from mass staff attrition. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. After relocating two major research facilities in 2019, USDA is now back to normal staffing levels at the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture. But having to rebuild the workforce meant that many of the new employees at those facilities are less experienced. On top of that, the workforce is now much less racially diverse. The Government Accountability Office recommends that for future potential facility relocations, USDA should better consider how a large-scale move will affect employee performance and engagement. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Feds are being reminded to take care with the information they share publicly. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. Agencies are on the hook to build Operations Security, or OPSEC, programs. The Biden administration has put in place new requirements for all agencies, not just the Defense Department, to conduct OPSEC training and education with their workforce. Rebecca Morgan is the Deputy Assistant Director for Insider Threat at the National Counterintelligence and Security Center. We know that adversaries, and whether that's foreign intelligence entities or criminal enterprises, are targeting U.S. government information, and they don't always go after the classified. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is looking to speed up hiring in 2023. The agency brought in more than 500 new hires over the past year, including more than 200 within the past three months. But CISA Director Jen Easterly says hiring still takes too long. The agency's human capital and security teams plan to introduce changes to help speed up the process this year. And Easterly says CISA will also expand the use of a new flexible hiring program called the Cyber Talent Management System. The General Services Administration is looking for ideas on how to make federal buildings more accessible. GSA is calling on architecture and design students to make federal buildings more inclusive for individuals with disabilities as part of its Access for All Challenge on challenge.gov. GSA oversees an inventory of more than 8,800 facilities and more than 370 million square feet of workspace for the federal workforce. Challenge.gov is hosting a virtual Q&A this Wednesday for those interested in participating. The Air Force has more work to do on its Advanced Battle Management System, or ABMS. The program is the Air Force's part of an integrated communication system known as Joint All-Domain Command and Control. The Government Accountability Office reports the Air Force needs to acquire more technology and get a clear idea of cost and affordability. GAO says the Air Force made progress in clarifying the ABMS mission, but it still needs to update plans related to data connectivity and cloud command and control. Congress directed GAO to review progress in the ABMS program. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, January 17th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 